Good morning, everyone. It's Coach E. How's everyone this morning? Welcome to More Than Just Self-Love, the podcast. And the with a T-H-A, not a T-H-E. Yes, I do write out the word the with an A because I'm from New York and I feel that us New Yorkers have put a little bit more emphasis and enunciation into our words sometimes. So I preferably like to use the word the with an A as opposed to spelling it correctly with an E. So for anybody that's going to come at me asking me, why do you spell the with an A and not an E? That's the reason. Anyway, so I wanted to come to you this morning from lovely Long Island, New York, and this beautiful, sunny, almost spring day, and come to you and talk to you about something that's been sitting on my heart for forever. And I need to talk to you about it because if it's on your heart, you should definitely say something about it. Speak up. Use your voice because that's what we are here for, to share our voices and share our thoughts and share it with the world. And hopefully something that we say will trigger someone or will spark some sort of inspiration inside of someone's heart. So that's my job right now, right here, to share this message with you. So the topic today is... The topic today is, damn girl, you are looking oh so good today. And what does that mean? What am I trying to say with this? What I'm trying to say with this is, ladies, women, mamas, beautiful souls of the world, please, I'm asking you to stop criticizing yourself. I feel we nitpick ourselves so, so, so much. We are so, so critical of ourselves. And not just ourselves, we are so critical and judgmental of others. And it's so not a good thing. And, you know, it's funny because I feel that there are certain things in life that either help us see things for what they are or help us grow through things as we're growing through them. And I have to say that for me, criticism, self-criticism, self-loathing, self-sabotage has been something that I've been um, living through, growing through my whole entire life. But mainly in the last couple of years, the last seven years have been a, a a couple of years of real transformation and real growth for me internally and externally. And what I mean by that is I spent a lot of time in my life just tearing myself down. Like I could, I can pour so much love into everyone in this world, except I didn't know how to do it for myself. And that was something that was so eye opening for me because I was like, When somebody had said that to me, like, Elizabeth, you don't love yourself. I'm like, what are you talking about? Of course I love myself. But what does that mean? Like, if you're not taught that from from the get-go, if you're not taught to love yourself when you're a child, you don't know how to do it as an adult. And that's something that it just never dawned on me. I'm like, yeah, of course I love people. I love loving on people. I love sharing my thoughts and I love pouring into people. And that just comes from a really beautiful place inside of me that I, you know, I really don't know where it 
it really comes from, but I feel like it comes from my soul and I love loving on people, but it never dawned on me that I never really truly loved myself, nor did I know how to do that. So I have to say that going back and realizing in my life as a, as an only child, as an only child that suffered with severe debilitating asthma from the time I was six months old up until right now that I'm 43 years old and still have severe asthma. Um, living with it and dealing with it as a child, right up until my mid-20s, always just felt like such a uh, such a burden to have. I always felt like I just didn't belong. I felt like I was an outsider. I felt like I was this like alien from another planet that had this, this thing that I couldn't, you know, do things like other kids did. And I couldn't be outside and I couldn't run around and I couldn't do all these things that made me feel like I was limited on life because my lungs could not function properly and do as other kids did or do as other people did. And also my mother I loved her, you know, love her to pieces, loved her to pieces, loved the things that she taught me. But at the same time, that's one thing that both my parents did not teach me as a child was to love myself, to value myself, to honor thyself, because it's that wasn't something that, you know, that I was taught, like, I mean, I don't, I, I, I mean, I knew that they loved me and I, and they, and they showered me with affection. Um, but as far as like teaching me, you know, you should love yourself, you should treat yourself like this, or you should do this for yourself, or you should, you should put all this effort into yourself first before you pour out into others. That wasn't something that I, I understood, nor did I know about up until my, mid thirties, really, um, about really, truly loving yourself. But, but that was something that I struggled with as a child because I felt so out of place and I felt so out of sorts. And because I didn't know how to love myself, I tore myself apart. I would always look at other people and other girls in my school and I would look at them and I'd be like, wow, they're so pretty or they're so this or they're so that. They have this, they have that. I wish I was more like them. I wish I was more talkative. I wish I wasn't so shy. I wish I was I was prettier. I wish I, you know, I I had different parents. I wish I lived in a different area. I wish I had this. I wish I had that. Like you you don't you criticize yourself because you don't know anything else but. And unfortunately, also in my upbringing as well, you know, I also had a very um, tumultuous, turbulent life as well because I also had um, a father who had a very hot temper and would say terrible things and make me also feel like as much as he loved me, he also tore me down into bits and pieces. And that didn't help with my self-esteem because now I was in between the push and pull of, well, does he really love me or does he really think that everything I touch turns to shit? Like, is, is everything that I do bad or am I really a good girl? Or, you know, I didn't understand all that stuff. That really messed with me. So growing up, it was always just such a a hard time for me because I, I honestly just felt like I was always coming out of my skin because I didn't, I didn't understand and I didn't know. And I did, and I wanted so much to 
be long. And I feel like we all, even now as, as adults, you know, we all want to feel like we belong somewhere. We belong and, and that we're accepted, you know. But I think one of the most important things in learning about really loving yourself and, and delving deep inside to the inner parts of our, our souls, those tender, juicy pieces that are hurting, that need healing, those are the pieces that are that are so hurt and that are so in desperate need of of our warmth in order to to move forward you know i didn't understand that healing involved doing a lot of the inner work um reading writing pouring your heart into yourself, <laughs> taking yourself apart into bits and pieces to pour, you know, to put yourself back together. And, you know, that whole part of, you know, self-love is, is, it's more than just self-love because when we're truly going back into our past, when we're going back into our memories, when we're going back into our childhood, when we're going back into situations that have quite literally torn us apart but also taught us great big lessons inside of all those things lie the the most important pieces of ourselves and if we aren't if we aren't open to welcoming those pieces and wanting to learn how to um dive deep into that we'll never We'll never find that type of peace that we're looking for. We'll, we'll, never, we'll never truly pour back into ourselves as we pour into others. You know, for me, being sick, you know, this, this whole situation with my asthma has been always just such a thing for me. And, and as, I, as I go through my, not just go, but as I grow through my self-love journey as well, the more I dive deeper, the more I understand there, there's so many underlying factors to my breathing situation. So, you know, when I was growing up, it was, I always felt that it was the weather that affected me. I always felt it was anxiety that affected me. But at the time, I didn't really understand what anxiety was either. Like back then in the 80s and the early 90s, like that wasn't something that we all talked about. It was just kind of like, you know, you're a little stressed. Okay. You have a little asthma. Okay. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't something like as it is now that now we're more open to talking about mental health and all these other things that are factors inside of, inside of our overall health. So when I was growing up with this asthma, I always looked at myself as like, I shouldn't even be here. I shouldn't even be I shouldn't have been born. Like, why was I even born? If I'm such a headache, if I'm such a burden, if I cause so much trouble with me just being sick, I always felt like I, I didn't belong. I didn't have friends. I didn't have a lot of friends. I mean, I had a few friends, but I always looked at myself as not being enough because I couldn't breathe well. And I had other kids in my school that, you know, teased me a lot about, you know, being, having asthma, not being able to do things and always quote unquote pretending I was sick because I wanted to get out of, 
of class or I was in the, constantly in the nurse's office because I wasn't feeling well. But I had so much anxiety in school because I didn't want people to know that I had this breathing problem. Like if, if anybody out there is listening that has asthma and understands what asthma feels like, you know, when your lungs feel like they're closing up and you're breathing through the size of a pinhole or you have that annoying, wheezing, whistling sound coming from your chest and, and you're aware of it and then you're also aware of the fact that other people can hear you wheezing, it makes you uncomfortable because it just makes you feel like, it makes you feel less than, like you, like, like you can't function like everybody else. Like it makes you feel abnormal. And that's how I used to feel. It was, it was a constant push and pull of my, of my personal self and also always being very uncomfortable around people because I didn't want people knowing that I had asthma, always being afraid of falling into some kind of coughing attack because that would lead into an asthma attack, which would lead me either in, in a really bad spasm or being rushed to the hospital, which was not always a fun experience because of all the chaos that followed those, those, uh, episodes. Um, but the one thing that I can say about growing through having a chronic illness is, especially my chronic illness, is I've, I've learned to slow down. I've learned to be kinder to myself. As I am kind to the world, I, I just didn't know how to do that for myself. I mean, can anybody feel me on this one? We are so easy to help others, yet when we know that we are personally falling to pieces, we are the hardest on ourselves. We treat ourselves like shit, like royal shit. If we haven't done something, if we haven't completed something, if, if we said we were going to do something and we didn't do it, we are so critical of ourselves because it's like being scolded by the headmistress of an academy in Switzerland. Like it's, it's being scolded in, in a way that only we do it to ourselves. And it's such a terrible thing because that's exactly what I'm talking about is we are so critical of how we are and we're less loving on who we are and that's something that i just want all of you that are that's listening to me that maybe is this what i'm saying is resonating with you forgive me if i'm a little tongue-tied because i'm you know i'm pouring what i'm feeling in my heart out and i just wanted to just reach whomever and however you know instead of nitpicking all of your flaws and all of the things that you wish were this way or that way or whatever. How about why don't we look in the mirror and just be like, damn girl, you are looking so good today. Damn girl. I just love your eyes. Damn. You are so beautiful. Damn. You are such an amazing person. Damn. You're such an amazing mother. Damn. You're such an amazing wife. Damn. You're such an amazing girlfriend. Damn. You're such an amazing whatever but damn, you are so X, Y, Z. Fill in those blanks to whatever it is that you are feeling inside of yourself. Look at yourself with love. Pour into yourself with love. Don't look at yourself and 
take yourself apart into a million pieces because what is that doing? It's doing nothing to you. It's doing nothing but tear yourself down even further. We aren't here to do, to, to be less than. We're here to be greater than. We're here with a, such a grand, great, big old purpose. And most of us don't even know what it is because we've silenced our voices to what we truly want. What we want is hiding. It's underneath, it's buried beneath all this crap that we've put on top of it. And we've buried it so deep so that we can't even find it because we're scared of what we're going to uncover if we so choose to uncover all those beautiful layers that lie within us. And within all those beautiful layers is the magic, the juju, the, the creative badassness that is inside of us all. But because we've chosen to be critical of ourselves, tear ourselves apart, forget who we are, not love who we are, forget who we are, to appease other people, to not ruffle any feathers, to not make people uncomfortable with the crazy amazingness that's inside of us all. We choose to just be still. We choose to just wallow. We choose to just kind of like lay in the background like plain old wallpaper. Instead, inside of our souls is just dying to come to life to be this raging, roaring fire like fireworks on the 4th of July. We're dying to be this colorful, multicolored splashes of paint on the wall. We want to do all these things but we're afraid. And that is the thing. I want every one of you to start looking at yourself in the mirror as, damn girl, look at you. Look at what a fine, beautiful soul you are. Look at what an amazing human being you are. Look at the most amazing things that you are bringing into this world. Look at yourself and say, I am affirmations that just completely ignite who you are. I am evolving. I am shedding old layers. I am recharging, vibrating on a higher and brighter level. I am loved in a beautiful space of love. I love and accept myself. I am forgiving of my past as, it, as it's the foundation for my future. I am on the road of mastery. I'm an influential voice in my industry. I am creating an amazing life, helping people radically change their lives. I'm achieving what's possible on the daily. I am designing my destiny. I am blessed to create them from my soul. I am colorfully and soulfully magical. I am creating magic every day. I am learning and growing daily. I am extraordinary. I am exceptional. I am determined. I am productive. I am bringing a beautiful vision to the world. I am rare by design, ready for anything. I am delivering nothing but excellence. I am a lover of life. I am flying in my purpose. I am bigger than my wildest imagination. I am a giver of love, hope, and inspiration. I am creating space for all things new. I am in a beautiful space of co-creation with the universe. I am the one. Those are just some of my personal affirmations that just came from my journal that I wanted to share with you. But this is how we need to start seeing ourselves. 
I am XYZ. Fill it in with whatever it is that sparks your soul on fire, but fill it in. Every single day, start talking to yourself as if you are just falling gaga in love with yourself. Because honestly, without loving ourselves the way we should be loving ourselves, nobody in this world is going to love and treat you the way that you are meant to be treated. Because the way we show up for the world and the way we allow people to treat us is exactly what we get in return. So it's time to start doing away with all those crazy layers that we've kept on ourselves, get rid of the cloak of the, the cloak of criticism. Let's call it that, the cloak of criticism. Let's take off that cloak and start loving on ourselves more. We are more than that. We are better than that. And, you know, honestly, with, with every fiber of my being, I encourage you all to start. <sighs> if you already don't, I mean, if you already do, yay. But if you don't, I really encourage all of you to start journaling. And the big question for today and for the rest of the week, if you don't do it today, your journaling prompt today is going to be, what is my soul craving right now? And that's a question that I started journaling two years ago. And inside of that question, when I started journaling and I started writing and I started pouring my entire heart and soul without any filter, without any punctuation, without any worrying of like if things were spelt right or whatever, I just wrote until my hands fell off. And I wrote from a place of, of yes. Like, yes, I want more. Yes, I want this. Yes, I want more of this. Yes, I want more connection. Yes, I want to create more. Yes, I want to bring forth so much greatness into this world. I want women to start learning to love themselves on a trillion but how do I do that? And I kept writing and I kept writing and I kept writing. And then all these things started to unfold in front of me. And I was like, oh my God, here it is. And that's what happens, ladies, is inside of your words. It's everything that you want is within you, but you need to start giving it a voice, giving it a, a, a platform to express itself. You know, keeping our thoughts to ourselves is not doing any service to anyone. But the second that we put pen to paper and we start writing and pouring ourselves into that paper and allow ourselves to have the space and grace to grow within those words, within those lines, the most beautiful things start to happen and things start to change and things start to shift and things start to move in order to make what you're calling in happen. So your homework today, tomorrow, this weekend is start writing. What is my soul craving right now? And after those, those questions, after that question is answered, I want you all to start writing affirmations that speak life into your life. Not your basic, I am beautiful, I feel beautiful, I am strong, I am peaceful. No, I'm talking about soul searching affirmations. I'm talking about saying things like, I am reconnected with my soul's purpose. I am in alignment with my calling. I am X, Y, Z. Call in what it is that you want 
and start speaking from your soul. Because the second you start doing that, when you start reciting the things that you write, like when I recite what I wrote, I'm like, damn, I was really in my element. I was really in my moment, that moment that I was writing whatever I was feeling. Write what you feel, because when you write what you feel, there is there is such peace that comes to you because you are you are declaring what you want. You are reclaiming your essence. And that's one of the most beautiful things that we can do for ourselves as women, as moms, as wives, as as daughters, as friends, as sisters. You know, we have to we have to show up into this world how we were brought into this world with greatness. So with that, I leave you. I love you all so much. Thank you for spending these 25 minutes with me. I needed to share because it was just sitting on my heart. I I see so many women show up on the daily sometimes and and, and I read posts and I and I see things and I hear things and I'm like, man, I wish I could just shake everybody into just really truly seeing themselves for what they are and just and what you all are are works of art. So I leave you with that. I hope you all have a beautiful, crazy, amazing day. Happy Wednesday, and I will see you in the next episode.